Good morning, everybody. This is Helen Hooper, and I am the host of the Ladies' Choice Life Support Podcast. It is Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. on December the 8th. This morning, I wanted to speak about something a friend of mine called. Um, She lives out of state, but she's one of my really close friends, one of my best friends. And she called her, and I talk almost every day. But she was telling me, or asking, because we talk about relationships all the time. She follows my podcast. She follows everything that I do, basically. We were talking about being saved women, being at the church, being in the church, going to church, dating, things of that nature. Um, and we always talk about her, and I talk about we don't have any boundaries when we talk because we're, we're friends like that. We're very good friends, so we can say anything and ask anything of each other. So she was asking, could I do a podcast about saved women going to church, married to men in leadership positions, possibly, that are going to church, that are sitting in church, that are hurting, that are not being treated correctly at home, not being treated right in their relationships, some physical abuse, most of the time verbal abuse, emotional abuse, things of that nature. Could we talk about that? Could I do a podcast on that? And because, you know, right now, everybody, people can't call into the podcast, but they can hear me speak. So I told her, yes, I would possibly do that. And today I'm going to do that and let her know, hey, I uploaded um, the the podcast that you wanted to hear about. But I want to see what women around the um, nation think about it. Last time, you know, we have women on, we have them from all across the nation, not just in Jacksonville. They, they're from everywhere. They're out of Texas. Uh, they're out of New York, um, Chicago. We have them from all over chiming in on our Facebook lives. And I told her that we would do a Facebook live because I do want to hear what women have to say about going to church and being married to men in leadership positions. And I'm just not, this is not a man bashing session. So don't take it as that because I do have male listeners. Do not take it as a male bashing because it isn't. It is something that we need to address in the church because most of the time it's taboo. Nobody speaks about it. Nobody talks about it. They want to cover it up and tell people to pray about it because I've had women call me that are married to um, men that are in leadership positions in the churches, but we know that nobody is um, superhuman. We know that people are human and we're going to make mistakes, and that still means that men that are pastors, preachers, ministers, no matter what it is, following the Word of God, sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they think that um, going to church and taking appointments and going to speak all over the nation or all over the state or wherever they may be going is more important than taking care of what's at home. I have a lot of women that call and say, you know, I can't talk to him about anything. I can't speak to him about anything. Um, the bedroom is pretty cold you know, because there's nothing going on in there. And when it does go on, he thinks that he's supposed to just have sex and that's all it is. There is no touching. There is no emotional support. There is there is no foreplay. There's nothing of that nature going on. And they feel left out. They feel isolated. They feel like they've been abandoned in their own marriage. So her and I was speaking about that. And I spoke to other women about it. I have. But because she brought it up again just last week, I'm like, you know what? I will do a podcast about that because there are women that go to church and they sit there and they listen to the word of God and they follow it to a T and they are following their husbands 
um, in ministry, but there is a role that he has to play as well because God gave him a wife. Let's go back to Adam and Eve. God gave Adam a wife because he said he needed someone and he saw a need. Eve was there and she was given because Adam had a need. God saw that need. It is not good for man to be alone, so I'm going to make him a wife. He did not say he made her less than. He did not say he made her as a cook. He needs a cook. He didn't say that. He needs a person to have sex with. He didn't say that. He's, he said that she was a helpmate. That means she is equal to him. Even though the man takes the, takes the role in the household as the head of the household, yes, he does. But there are things that he still has to do for his wife. He has to love her. Sometimes just his touch can make her day. Him calling or him sending a text just to make her day and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Something as simple as that. Sending her one red rose or bringing one ro red rose home with him can make her whole day. But sometimes men get caught up in what they're doing for God. And don't get me wrong, because God is ahead of our lives and he would have us to do exactly what he has applied to our hands. But don't get it twisted. Sometimes he has not applied some things to your hand that men will go out and do anyway pastors preachers ministers if I, somebody called me over here did god send you over there or did you just want to go there and preach or go there and speak when your wife has asked for some of your time or that person in your life has asked for some of your time you can't just expect her to just keep sitting and waiting um and taking a back seat to everything even on the cross when jesus was on the cross he gave instructions about his mother he took the time to address and give instructions, take care of my mother, to take her into your home. I want her to be taken care of. He took the time on the cross to say that. So what do you think God thinks about you ignoring your wife or being in a relationship with a man who is verbally abusive? Because they've taken out a content, the man is the head of the household, therefore she has to do whatever I say. That is not true. That is not true. Because she is exactly what God has called her to do. When before the foundations of the earth, God put gifts inside of her. He put talents inside of her. He just didn't make her a mother or a wife. He gave her something that the world absolutely needs. If anyone is here, they have a purpose. And it's to answer a, a problem or an issue that the world has. They are the answer. What is her role in this world? And it's not just to be first lady. There is something that God put inside of her that is absolutely brilliant and beautiful and that he wants her to share with the world. There is a problem that she has to solve in the earth realm. That's why she came. That's why he, he made her that way. He fashioned her that way. She's a gift from God. She's not anyone just to be taken advantage of or, you know, taken for granted. A lot of women told me they'll be taken for granted by their husbands. And because I got to go and preach, I don't have time to talk. Because I have to go and preach, you know, let's just have sex, let's eat dinner, but I got to get out of here. I got to catch a plane. I got to get to church on time. I do that. A lot of women are telling me that, and it isn't right. There is a time and place for everything. Sometimes we can take appointments that God did not tell us to take. We just want to take them because we want to go. Now, the things that he has said, yes, go, go there, go here, go there, take that appointment, go over here to speak, go across the nations, go to the world, you know, go to the nations and speak. 
He does. He tells us when to go. But he also tells us when not to go. And I'm going to say this. Women, just because a man sits in church does not make him a Christian. I know a lot of women that have gone to church and you hear it all the time. If you want a good husband, go to church. That is not always the case. Because that man that is sitting in church, sometimes he is there not only to hear the word of God, but is he living the word of God? Sometimes he's there, yes, he'll get a wife and neglect her and abuse her verbally. I've heard some women have called me and say, you know, they have been abused physically by their husbands that go to church every day, every Sunday, every time the door is open for Bible study, he's up teaching, he's doing this, but he's not being reprimanded. He's not being sat down. He's not being, his coattail is not being pulled. He's allowed to keep, to keep in that leadership position. And we know that's not, that's not fair. There are some women that are absolutely broken inside. I have some women, I've spoken to some women in person, some women in person um, on the phone or somebody's giving them my number. It isn't right. There are too many women in the house, in the body of Christ that are hurting because they are married to people that are absolutely taking them for granted. They're verbally abusing them. They are physically abusing them. They are emotionally abusing them and it isn't, it isn't right. And we need to, we need to address that. God never told a man to abuse his wife. He never said that she was a doormat. He never said that she was less than anything. She is a woman. Woman means a man with a womb. That's what she is. He didn't say she was less than. I find this to be true. A strong man that is confident in himself always, always takes a strong woman as an asset to his life. He invites her in because he knows that she has answers that he doesn't have, that she can help him figure out problems and issues that he's having in his life or in the household or with the family. She has a role to play. That is a mature man. You find a man that always wants to verbally abuse a woman, emotionally abuse a woman, or even physically abuse a woman, that means that he has a shortcoming that he knows about. He is inadequate and ill-equipped to handle it, so he wants to take it out on his wife. And these are still people, these are still men in the church. I hear women say all the time, my husband is just mean. Why is he mean? If he has the Holy Spirit, if he has the, if he's living for the Lord and he has the Holy Spirit residing in him, why is he so mean? Because there is a shortcoming that he has that he has not taken care of. There is something in his life that he hasn't taken care of. There is a problem. There's an issue. Don't know if he grew up with it. He got it from another relationship, but he has absolutely brought it into the relationship that he is in at the moment. He married someone with those issues. He was not healed. He is not healed. And some of them are just not willing because they think that because I'm that man of God, because I know the word of God like the back of my hand, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to address that. If you know the word of God like the back of your hand, then you should know that you should take more time with your wife. You should be loving and kind and sweet because she is to be cherished. She is to be loved because God gave her to you as a gift. Now, some men that do not like strong women is because somewhere along the line, they have no confidence in themselves and they love to tear down the women in their life. They, you watch how they treat their, their mothers. You watch how they treat their wives. You watch how they treat their daughters, how they talk to them. 
you can spot them you can spot them a mile away they have something inside of them they're just they're they're they aren't confident at all their confidence levels are way down when when women you find a man that loves a strong uh, loves a strong woman and invites her into his life you have found a good man because he he knows what she brings to the table and if she brings a lot to the table he's welcoming welcoming her to his table he wants to know what she thinks he wants to help her with what she's doing he wants to encourage her he wants to push her forward he wants to love her sometimes women just don't want sex from their husbands sometimes all they need is a touch all they need is a, hey, I was thinking about you, a text. Hey, you know, I want to fix you dinner tonight. I'm coming home early so I can do that for you. I just want to sit down and we have a good movie and talk and laugh like we used to. That is what women want. It's not the really huge things. It's the small things. And sometimes I find when men are in leadership positions in the church, it's, it's they lose focus on the woman that God gave them or the woman that they have in their lives. Now, I'm not going to put it all on men. Women, just because a man goes to church, I'll say it again, does not mean he's a Christian. Stop marrying his representative. Find out who he is, how he thinks. Does he live according to what the word of God says? He talks a good game. People can talk a good game and not live in nothing at all not trying to live anything. They just show on the outside, hey, I'm holy on the outside, look at me, I can speak in tongues, I can pray, but at home they're holy terrors. They aren't doing, isn't doing anything that God would have them to do concerning their spouse, concerning their families. Their family is lacking here or lacking there. My wife doesn't have adequate this or adequate that. My children are lacking. You know, our household is lacking, but I'm I'm gonna go to church and we're gonna gonna fake this thing. No, it isn't right. And it should be addressed more in the church. So when women are in the church and they're unhappy, I think they ought to be able to tell their first ladies and their pastors. A lot of them say they cannot share because they are afraid of the backlash from their husband, meaning if I tell the pastor, he's going to possibly tell my husband and then we're going to have a problem. Not address it with the both of us or not have counseling with the both of us, but he's going to talk to my husband by himself and therefore it's a backlash on her. I have too many women call and say they're unhappy. The divorce rate is higher among Christians than among anybody. The statistics tell us that. The people that are in the body of Christ is getting, um, they're getting divorces at alarming rates. It's because they are, they are unwilling to fix what is going on. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. There is no perfect man. There's no perfect woman. But you always have to have some common ground. You always should be able to talk to your spouse, talk to your husband, talk to your wife without getting angry without saying it's just your way or nobody's way that is not that's not the way it should be that's not the way the bible teaches us that is not the way god handles us he shows compassion he shows love and in the bible when they ask you know why did um moses give permission to get divorced he said because it was a hardness of your heart 
that he was allowed to give um, papers of divorcement. The hardness of your heart. There shouldn't be anyone sitting in church that has any husband in a leadership role that she's broken and she's unhappy. That is a reflection on that man. If your wife is broken and unhappy and cannot speak to you and think that you are rude, that you are mean, that she is in a marriage all by herself, she's been abandoned, there is something that needs to be addressed in the church from the pulpit, from the leadership, from the top leadership in that church. Yes, God's business is important. That's what he has put us here to do. We are supposed to be whatever he's applied to your hands to do, not the things that he has not. Those are just the things that you want to do. What he has applied to your hands are the things that you're supposed to be doing. The, the, the population of people that he's applied to your hand, that's where you're supposed to be. Not taking every speaking engagement, every preaching engagement, um, being here, there, and everywhere. And your wife is home thinking, my gosh, you know, I've been, in ba- I've been abandoned. He just wants to have sex. There's no foreplay. The bedroom is cold, but, you know, he wants to have sex because he has a need. What about her need? There is no reason why she should be broken. There is no reason why she should be sad. Why? There is something that needs to be addressed in the pulpit. This is very, very serious. If I hear another woman tell me this, it's, 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 it's commonplace to me now for hearing it because so many women have talked about it. So many women have called me about it. So many women want to have a conversation about it. And there is some things that a woman can do, but there's also some things that her husband can do. If a woman is, is keeping herself up, if she's trying to get his attention, she's keeping her hair pretty, she's putting on her makeup, she's doing all kind of, now women, come on, you gotta be, you gotta be desirable to him. Just what you, just how he saw you when you guys started dating, hey, he wants to see that. He doesn't want you to start tying up your hair with the big curls. He don't want you to see no makeup on. You got on the same house dress you had on when I left for work or when I went when I went to the church or when I when I went where I went, I come back and you got on the same thing. Now we have to be desirable. You have to keep hey, you gotta want him to want you. And if you're doing that and he's still not um, warming up or he's still not paying you attention and taking you for granted, then there is a problem. He needs to stop what he's doing. And if you're trying to talk to him and he won't talk, you need to go and talk to somebody. And if he's unwilling to go, you go and speak to somebody. Look, hey, I'm not happy. This is not. That's how you keep your marriage from ending up in the court systems. I want his attention. But how can I get his attention? Too many first ladies, too many women in the church, got husbands in ministry, have been telling me this for the last two years or so. I'm pretty sure it's been going on long before then, but this is, I'm hearing, it's prevalent. I've been hearing it too much. I've been hearing it over and over and over again. Dating is very hard in the church. Marriage is very hard in the church. And like I said, the body of Christ has the highest number of divorce rates in the country. And that should not be if we say we're in the body of Christ. To say people can't come together and agree, have a common ground and agree and talk and come to an agreement that we're going to love each other no matter what. We're going to work through this no matter what. Too many women are telling me this. 
and it isn't right, I'm going to have a Facebook Live on this. I want to hear what other women have to say about it. I want to men come on too, and I welcome the men to come on because I like a diverse a diverse group of people. So I'm going to have a Facebook Live. I am. But I want to tell women out there they should talk to somebody or bring this up to him again because this shouldn't be this shouldn't be going on. If you are a man of God, you should know how to love me compassion and if you don't know how ask me don't just assume and take me for granted ask me what I want ask me how I feel ask me for my opinion don't just take me for granted because if I want something in the bedroom I want to be able to express that to my husband that I want I need this in the bedroom not just one-sided with him I want him to be satisfied too. Of course, women want their husbands to be satisfied and men should want their wives to be satisfied as well because when you have a satisfied wife, you will have a happy, happy marriage. She'll be able, she'll want to do things for you. She'll want to do things just because, because you're making her happy. But when you are like a Brillo pad and the sandpaper man, who wants to, who wants to be married to the sandpaper man? Nobody. Abrasive always scruffy who wants to be touched sometimes a woman just needs a gentle touch she needs a caressing of her face if I can lay my head in your lap if you want to listen to what I, what, what I went through today what happened to me today that's it that's all she wants she doesn't need or she doesn't need to say oh well she must need sex sex is not the remedy for everything I just need you to listen I just need to lay on your chest. I just need to talk to you. I just need you to listen and possibly just hold me until I tell you this and get it off my chest. That's it. Ask her how was her day. Bring her a rose home. Get her a card to make her know that she is, you do notice her. You do notice what she did, what she do and how she do notice what she does in ministry to help you. You notice her that she is relevant in your life and not just a fixture for to fix your food or to clean your house or to have sex with you no woman wants any man to come home when she hadn't heard from him all day he hadn't said a word all day then he comes home distracted then when it's time to go to bed he wants to go in the bedroom and he wants to be pleasured who wants to do that it feels like a chore when that happens and it it, it isn't right so let's get it right. Men need to get it right when they're in leadership positions in the body of Christ. They need to get it right. They have to do better. I hear too many women talking about this. Like I said, we're going to have a Facebook Live about it. I'm going to let you know when we have a Facebook Live. But I wanted to say this also, that we have a new channel. It's called the Ladies' Choice Chats. C-H-A-T-S with Tang. T-A-N-G. The Ladies' Choice Chats with Tang. That's going to be our Ladies' Choice channel. I plan to have it up and running on tomorrow, which is, well, today, which is will be Tuesday. Um, this should be a new episode, and it's probably going to be about the same thing I'm talking about today because I told my friend that we would definitely um, talk about this or speak about this. So check it out. It's the YouTube channel, Ladies' Choice Chats, C-H-A-T-S with Tang. So check it out and I hope you have a great Tuesday and thank you for listening as always and if you haven't seen I have a new ebook it's called the chambers of survival it's my story my personal story my true story of the abusive relationship I was in in my marriage 
it's a true story it's just one story it's an ebook it's one story that i wanted to share um, that stuck in my mind for a lot of years so i shared that story but the paperback is coming out soon it's going to have more stories in it it's going to have um i'm going to add some more things to it and then i will publish the paperback but go to amazon.com and order my ebook the chambers of survival it's my personal story my true story of the abusive relationship i was in in my marriage the first part of my marriage um it's worth going to to read and if you know somebody in a uh, domestic violence situation hey get it for them or tell them to go to amazon.com and order it but thank you for listening today as usual and i will see you soon on our youtube channel the ladies choice chats c-h-a-t thank you have a great tuesday